Hello, I'm Leanne Rupesom, and this is the Out of the Fire podcast, where we talk about intercessory prayer, the prophetic, and other Christian topics. Welcome. We're continuing on with our series on personal spiritual warfare. Over this episode and the next one, I will give you some keys for overcoming. It's not enough to identify problems and then be told by someone to just overcome them. I want to be given practical tools to get me there. Maybe you'd like that kind of help too. Here are some steps to help you win those personal spiritual battles you encounter. First of all, get used to the idea that you are in a war. 1 Peter 1.13 exhorts us, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, girding up the loins refers to how people of Bible times prepared for battle. They tucked their long robes up into their belts so that their legs were free to move unhampered. Be sober means to understand the seriousness of what we're involved in and to stay on the alert. And hope to the end indicates that we're in this for the long haul. Individual battles may be short or prolonged, but the war lasts throughout our lives. We can't quit at any point. If we stay at it, we will assuredly finish our life race well because the Lord himself is right there fighting with and for us. So another thing we need to do is corral our minds. 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, we have the mind of Christ. Now that's the truth, but walking it out requires some effort. We have to continually be sober, be vigilant, because our adversary the devil as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour. And that comes from 1 Peter 5.8. We have to resist him steadfastly in the faith, and that's verse 9. This means we don't let our thoughts flow unchecked. When we notice our mind going places which are not in keeping with the way Jesus would think, we need to cast down those imaginations and every high thing which exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And that comes from 2 Corinthians 10.5. The Holy Spirit is willing to expose those wandering thoughts to us if we invite him to. But it's up to us to keep on bringing them back to where they should be. This takes practice. Sometimes it's exhausting, especially if we are dealing not only with our own soulish nature, but with thoughts being implanted by the devil. The secret is to keep at it. If you notice wrong thoughts dozens of times a day, every time you corral them and push the reset button, you have taken a few steps toward your ultimate victory. Take a worship break. If you have already taken authority in Jesus' name over any evil spirits which might be bombarding your thoughts, worship can refocus your mind where it needs to be. It's great to keep worship music playing in the background if you can. Worship music changes the atmosphere around us. But take it a step further. 
Go beyond listening to worship music to actively doing the worship yourself, out loud if possible. Worship connects our spirit to the spirit of the Lord. And when our spirit man is in the right place, it can help our mind to line up as well. And then focus on Jesus more than the battle coming against you. This goes along with taking a worship break. The enemy wants to get us obsessed with him and the problems he's causing. When we put our attention on him instead of the Lord, we play into his hands. We end up giving him the glory which belongs to the Lord Most High. Jesus wants us to fasten our attention on himself, the author of peace, the deliverer, the one who has already overcome on our behalf. How easy it is to forget that the battle is the Lord's. The moment we cry out for Jesus' help, he goes to work for us. So don't spend all your time and energy on contending with the devil. Worship. Tell Jesus you are setting your heart on him. Express to him your confidence that he will take care of you and get you through. And then do the exact opposite of what you are being tempted to do. This is a simple but highly effective warfare tactic. We can frustrate evil desires deflating their sails by taking an opposite course. Do you feel the urge to give somebody a verbal slap in the face? Maybe because you felt like that's what you got? Be cordial and friendly instead. 1 Peter 3 verses 8 and 9 addresses this very issue where it says, Having compassion toward each other, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or railing for railing. On the contrary, bless them, knowing that is what you are called to, so that you will inherit a blessing. Do you want to avoid or run away from someone who has hurt you? Maybe it's an individual, a pastor, or even a whole church fellowship. Conquer that flight desire. Show up. Converse. Be kind. Participate. If you need to express that you have been hurt, try to walk through the reconciliation forgiveness pattern that Jesus laid out for his church in Matthew 18, verses 15 through 17. Just don't go into hiding mode. Doing the opposite of the temptation is part of how we submit ourselves to God and resist the devil. It disarms the enemy's ability to manipulate us. Now in our next episode, we'll wrap up this series with some final keys for overcoming. I'd love to have you visit my website, characterbuildingforfamilies.com. There under the products tab, you'll find my book, The Intercessor Manual, and also Your Intercession Questions Answered. Both of those will be very helpful to you as an intercessor, whether you're just starting out or whether you've been at this for a while. Thank you for listening. This is Leanne Rupsom with Out of the Fire. <music>